podcast. This is a live recording from the non-snoring room. This is the Global Fly Fisher podcast from the GFF Summit on uh, Fyn. We will be back tomorrow when the fishing starts, but I just thought you needed to hear the, the non-snoring room. It's quite amazing. And in a few minutes, everybody will sleep and we will have three people snoring in here. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Hello there everybody and welcome to the Global Fly Fisher Podcast. This is your host for this time, Martin Jorgensen speaking, and uh, at the second day of the Global Fly Fisher Summit 2006, which is held on Fyn and um, has gathered about 18 people. A lot of people, I'll post a picture, you can see all the names and, and nationalities of, uh, of the people. This podcast is not really going to be concentrated on any specific subject, but actually just going to be uh, about the summit and, you know, just a bit of fishing and whatever. So, not really any specific subject, as I say. We'll start off by probably uh, just saying goodbye to one of the, the people who have been here, Ripley, who's, uh, who's been um, helping us. He's a local guide who's... Uh, who's done a lot of, uh, of work here and works in a, in a, on a big uh, estate here where they have access to a lot of nice fishing water. We're going to fish the coast, or we have fished the coast this weekend, and uh, we're going to continue doing so today. And uh, So this is coastal fishing, as it has been most of the times that you've been listening. So, uh, well, that's the kind of fishing we do here, mostly at least, and um, that's what it's going to be today. So uh, enjoy the, the show, and... Um, Thank you for, for listening. Let's just uh, continue ahead. Yep, this is it, Ripley. You can uh, say goodbye to the uh, Global Fly Fisher listeners. This is, uh, live, they, are, they will be. This is uh, Martin Jorgensen and Ripley Davenport and Atli Sigurdsson. Ripley from, the, from Britain and Utley from Iceland, both living in Denmark because of studies and girlfriends and work and what have you. And Ripley is just leaving now, so uh, you can say goodbye, Ripley. Yeah, it's been a great weekend. It has. We've um, caught lots of fish, thanks to you. Too <laughs> many fish. Yeah. There, was, there was a lot more for many other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's Bye been a pleasure, Ripley. Again. Take care. Goodbye, yeah, it's thanks. been great. Thanks for all the fish. Oh, you're welcome. Goodbye and thanks for all the fish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put them there. <laughs> Give my regards to everybody. I will. And I will see them again. Yeah. I will be back. Him. I'm sure I'll see Casper in a couple Yeah, days. probably. Yeah. He's over here all the time, so. Excellent. Well, have yourself a good rest of the day. And we will. Look forward to the article. It will be a so good people article. People can read what they missed. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those that cancelled out in the last minute. Yep. Okay. Super. Have a safe have a trip. Bye bye. And then we'll just pack up and head for the fish. and we'll, we'll stay. Well, Nan, I'm now recording a podcast, so if you want to say hello to the Global Fly Fisher listeners, that's your chance. <laughs> hello, Global Fly Fisher <laughs> listeners. Hope you're having a nice day. Oh, we, 
We are. Uh, it's not fishing so exactly. Easy. Yeah. And enjoying this day. It's a beautiful scenery, isn't it? It is. Yeah. We're just on the on the cliff here, watching over the water, seeing people catching fish down there. Uh -huh. It's beautiful. Absolutely. Not your husband, unfortunately. Les is with Nan. She's. Uh, <laughs> he's. Uh, Nan and Les have come in from the UK, and uh, it's actually his birthday present. So uh, they have been fishing here. He has been fishing, and she's been reading. Standing here now on the on the top of the cliffs, watching down on the on the Global Fly Fisher Summit. Guys fishing. I can see Henning right in front of me, and further back I can see Kai from Germany and Casper Dane living in Sweden, um, fishing a very beautiful stretch on the coast of Fyn. Further out, I can see Henrik who is floating his pontoon boat really far away. He's got to go, go quite a bit to get back there from, from out there. It's pretty far away and between him and us there's a couple of more guys, Hans, Jakob and uh, Steve. Um, and if I look back I can see Les and his wife Nan who's sitting on the, on the, on the cliff reading. Um, and it's a really beautiful day, the water is perfect, a few fish have been caught. Today has not been that hot uh, fishing wise, but yesterday was really amazing. We were fishing 15, 16, 17 people or something like that, and I guess the number of fish got to about 50 before the day was over. Um, and I can tell you that's a fantastic day on the Danish coast. Um, unfortunately, we had one person who didn't catch anything, but um, the rest of us all felt or caught fish and uh, had a great time. There are quite a, <laughs> a few mosquitoes here, so if you'll pardon my blowing a bit now and then, I have a. Uh, I only wear, wear a t shirt, it's pretty warm now, so uh, there's no reason to wear too much clothes, except for the fact that there are so many mosquitoes around, which are quite annoying. In front of me I have Adli, the Icelandic guy walking towards the beach. He's dressed like he's in Iceland actually, he has a wading jacket and even fishes with gloves, so that's quite a difference. I'm, I've been in t-shirt most of the weekend actually, so. Yep. And as you may have been able to hear on the beginning of the uh, of this podcast uh, we have been sleeping in a hostel where uh, we shared rooms eight persons in each, each room and that gave uh, one room was the non-snoring room and the other one was for the snorers actually as you may know when you go fishing with uh, many particularly men there are always snorers in every room and the snorers are able to keep everybody awake. I'm sure that anybody who's been fishing with other guys have had 
the snoring experience and uh, we had yesterday as you could hear just by us aptly here speaking on the cell phone uh, but it was a nice place near Unze and uh, really uh, good bed, good food good breakfast and everything and we uh, we've been very happy staying there good price and uh, it can be recommended Unze Dan Hostel is a really nice place um, we had the group there and just had them make dinner for us when we came back yesterday which was really convenient because when you've been fishing all day you actually don't want to stand in the kitchen cooking for everybody and uh, we just sat down and dinner was served that was really nice so today things are a bit more scattered yesterday we fished together all of us but today we're just a bit more spread out most of us are here at this particular place but uh, a couple of the others had to leave, Asker and Branislav and uh, Paul from Germany had to leave and visit a friend he may be fishing later on while uh, Yari and, uh, and Jesper, two Danes, decided to go to a different location than the rest of us just to try something else. They both, both had quite good fishing yesterday like the rest of us so well, it's been really good, and I'm sure the people who uh, who cancel out will bite their tongues for doing it, and uh, the rest of you who had the chance to join in will just have to look at the pictures and uh, see what a great time the rest of us had. We uh, we had a good time. I'm uh, slowly getting towards a place where I can get down to the beach you're probably able to hear the waves now and I'll just pop in the water and take a few casts and see what happens I have lost Atlee but he'll be fine mosquitoes uh, the wind is not that bad today, it was really windy yesterday, really extremely windy actually, but the water was really good where we were, the wind was hot and of course from the wrong side as it often is, but on the other hand we had clear water, lots of waves, currents created by the wind, and extremely good conditions. And. Um, the rough water really is a, a good thing when you're fishing for sea trout. Rough water will usually make the sea trout less spooky and bring them closer to the shore and uh, enable you to really get into some excellent fishing. I just have to crawl down here if you may pardon a bit of huffing and puffing. But as I said, it was extremely windy. And uh, the wind today is actually also a problem. I'm actually trying a new recorder here uh, which may uh, it may sound different than what it usually does but uh, one particular problem was actually the microphone. I usually use a small mono microphone that has a small hood which protects it from the wind but uh, this is a stereo microphone. It has no hood and uh, 
it really picks up wind. So uh, I've armed it with the with a windsock, and literally it's a windsock. It's a sock that I've just packed up and and stuffed the microphone in, in microphone inside. I'm just going down the cliff here, so hang on. See a rose, pretty thorny down here. Don't want to grab that. Uh, whoop! Skating down here. <laughs> okay, we're safe. I just did patch up my waders just 10 minutes ago from crossing a barbed wire fence, but uh, that. Uh, that may have been spoiled now, we'll see. At least I'm in the water. Hopefully the noise from the wind and my clothes won't ruin everything. You will be able to hear what's, what's happening. Well, uninjured, unharmed, and doing well. And stripping off line as usual and itching all over the place from mosquito bites. But I'm in the zone. There should be fish here. I'm almost sure. Seems like a pretty good place. And if I move just ahead a bit, I'll get into some some rougher water. This is actually a bit sheltered. Probably mostly because of the current. It's quite smooth, but I will be heading into rougher water, which is actually preferable on a day where the water is so extremely clear. Maybe a bit noisy, as I said, because I have all the uh, cables hanging and dangling around my neck, and I have plugs in my ears, and I have a camera around my neck, and the wind coming in, so uh, you may forgive me that. But the wind is perfect, it's easy casting, and even though I have a few rose thorns in my fingers, I'm fine. Okay, all we need now is a fish. As usual, I'm fishing on the Danish coast, as you have heard many times before when I've been podcasting. It's, uh, it's my favorite kind of fishing, and it's the type of fishing that I do most of the time. Uh, this particular place is really lovely. It's uh, it's on the island Fyn, which is a very popular place to go fishing if you're on. Whoops! Uh, just caught the the cliffs in the back cast here. There's a lot of grass and uh, and uh, stuff on the on the on the cliffs behind me. And if you don't keep your back cast high, you'll just get caught back there. I lost my microphone. I just have to. Sorry for the noise. Okay, I should probably do it. Again, forgive me. This is a all novel, all experiments. Uh, 
hear me stripping my line probably it's uh it's uh just slowly stripping in the fly casting out and stripping in that's the way that we mostly fish for sea trout here when we don't see anything but in many cases we can we can see the fish and you, of course as soon as you see a fish you cast to where you've seen it these are very opportunistic fish and you know, the chances are that they will actually go for your um, go for your fly Excuse me once again, I'll just have to rearrange this microphone, it's really in the way As you can hear... See whether this works, this is... You're now stuck inside my t-shirt in a sock. How does that feel? It actually sounds a bit better now, so uh, we may be... Avoiding all that noise and stuff. Oh, was almost thought I had a strike there, but that was the bottom for letting the fly floating in the water. It just sunk down and stuck on the seaweed in the in the bottom. Okay. See Henry coming back in his pontoon boat now. It's a pretty big pontoon boat, but uh, still one of those one-person rigs that has oars, so he can uh, can row his way back. And it's, it seems to be doing fine. It's a tough job, probably going up against the wind, but uh, he seems uh, absolutely all right. Um, I also see Hans Jakob and Steve turning back which probably means that they haven't caught anything. We've uh, had a few fish today, uh, but not many. Yesterday was a lot better, but uh, that's how it goes, you never know. Conditions have changed, and uh, of course fishing changes. along here and fish my way to a place where I can get up on the on the cliffs again and maybe go back or go further out so if you'll forgive the the breaks of uh, of quiet it's actually just because I'm concentrating on doing a proper job casting and concentrating on the fishing we've had two basic kind of of takes this this weekend one has been very 
calm, you know, just nippling a bit to the fly and uh, really following the fly. We've seen a lot of fish following the flies. Everybody has seen smaller fish which have done just gone right behind the fly or just maybe a foot or two behind the fly and just done nothing. You can see them turn in the water when you lift the fly and, and, uh, and prepare for a new cast. And that's quite typical this time of year that you have fish which are really careful. They're full from eating all summer. This is a very rich time of, uh, of year. The water is full of all kinds of food items. The temperature is dropping to about 16 degrees centigrade, which is really the perfect temperature for sea trout. And uh, these fish have just been eating and eating and eating. So right now they're very picky and very choosy about what they eat. They, they don't take anything. We've had success with small, very neutral gray flies of the type that we refer to as mounus or gray frede, which are really just very discreet. In small sizes we've tied them. Most of them have been like eights and tens. But the other type of take has been very, very violent and fierce and really just fish going bang. And uh, most of those fish have been colored fish. That's fish which are on their way to the streams to spawn. And probably many of those have taken the fly out of pure aggression. Uh, but also maybe uh, some kind of eating instinct or something like that where they have where they have uh, really gone for the thing and really meant it so uh, the big ones have usually gone for the fly really with very very con con great conviction and uh, apart from that we've seen a ton of small uh, garfish and sand eels which are really plenty right now whenever you cast your fly you may see the small fish jumping from one side to the other and uh, you can also see uh, when you get a, a big fish following you will also, also sometimes see a, a smaller bait fish being chased from from the water and just skipping and jumping and uh, it's always a good sign when you see life in the water and it's usually a sign of, of uh, a rich stretch of coast and a lot of, uh, a lot of action in the water. So right now I don't see much, but uh, I'm, as I said, in a fairly smooth part of the, uh, of the beach here. It's uh, filled with turtle grass or, whoops, get the beach in the back cast here, there's a big branch, a big tree in, in my back cast. No, it's full of, of eel grass as we call it and, and, and seaweed which is floating in the water because it's been brought in here by the wind and the current. So I'm just trying to work myself out on the other side of this to get on the back side where the water is a lot rougher and probably also a lot cleaner. Probably lost the fly there on the back cast, getting into a branch. Oh, I'm still there. And I see Frank and Steve on the, on the 
edge of the cliffs up here taking pictures that that should be really nice pictures uh, of a guy wearing earplugs and having a sock stuffed inside his t-shirt well you know we're all a bit crazy this weekend has definitely proved that most of us are a bit crazy uh, gathering 16 flying was from most of Europe and actually uh, many parts of the world is uh, really shows you that uh, we're in the same way it's sensible and crazy it's uh, it's quite amazing the types that you meet um, some of them are just the average Joe and some are really colorful characters I can tell you all of them of course really really nice people which is basically the case when you meet anglers from outside that you never met before maybe just emailed with or correspond with and you realize that most flying is a really nice people oh, I'm giving up here it's too much grass in the water here I don't want to fight that I also have my big Nikon camera on hanging around my neck and every time I do a cast I stain the front lens I should stuff it inside my my waders actually to protect it but the problem is inside my waders it's filled with all kinds of electronic gear to record this podcast so basically it's uh, it's a dead end I think I'll just go to the beach here and uh, work my way up Henrik out there in his pontoon boat getting his picture taken now by me he's doing a pretty good speed there As you uh, may have heard, this has been basically a recording from the Global Five Fishers Summit, the first one ever held in Denmark, where we've been like 16 to 18 people gathered and fishing for a whole weekend, had a lot of fun, dined, tied flies, looked at pictures, and um, really enjoyed ourselves. Um, there will be plenty of pictures and there. there will be an article on the website from this uh, summit where you can see what we did and what happened um, in more detail. Uh, and as it is right now, I'm heading back probably for a, a cup of coffee and, uh, and a piece of Danish pastry as usual, which is a very important tradition to maintain whenever you go fishing. And um, 
I'm probably just going to leave it at that. No fish today, unfortunately, but not much fishing either. There's been a lot of walking and talking, but that's what happens sometimes. And uh, I will say thank you for listening, and uh, I'll be back soon with another podcast. I think uh, one of the upcoming subjects for podcasts will be for a podcast will be taking pictures. As you know, I've done a few articles on uh, on photography and fly fishing and on the website, and I think that would be a good subject to cover on a, on a podcast too. In spite of the paradox that you can't see any pictures on the on the soundtrack, you will probably have a, a great time going out taking pictures with me. Another subject that I would like to cover is is leaders, tying leaders, using leaders, trimming leaders, whatever. It's a very, very popular subject on the Global Fly Fisher where the leader calc 2 is one of the most visited pages at all. And we may just cover that tool a bit in the, in the podcast too, we'll see. But until then, it's goodbye from uh, Martin Jorgensen walking on the cliff about, I don't know, 10-15 feet above the water, looking over a really beautiful, sunny, clear-watered Danish coast. So bye-bye and take care. See you next time on theglobalflyfisher.com. music. That beautiful blues guitar that you heard in the background was Shaq playing Walking By Myself. Very suitable name for this podcast, I thought. The tune is something that I found on magnetune.com, where you can download some really, really excellent uh, music um, and buy it quite cheaply. So, magnetune.com. Go there and check it out.